0: Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye. And I'm Neville Johnston.
1: And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight, we are doing another viewer-inspired topic of family drama. And I'm sure all of us can relate to that. Even if you haven't had any family drama, uh, the the lack of it can sometimes create its own drama.
0: And today in mine is three awk, which uh, three is the tone of service, the electric tone, and the uh, is the uh, loyalty. So to be loyal to yourself is uh, very... It's a
1: service to all, really. Yeah,
0: yeah, very much so. It's illustrated all the time. As soon as we're taking care of someone else, we're not. <laughs> well, I... It I does th- work that way. I
1: think it shows you too, and this would be a good um, day to have this, or to say this, because. It's necessary in the family unit as well, and it's what I talked about a while back about the me. You have to have the me, yes, but you also have to have the we. We have to have both faculty to be able to to be present totally within self and see what is on our path without being influenced by other people's guilt and other manipulations. But it's also important to be able to let go of our agenda for the greater good of the whole. So I adopted a name of a tribe that we could all belong to called the Me-We tribe, the me and the we, because the me can't live without the we and the we can't live without the me. So it's really about being balanced, not being polarized to the other side where we stop caring about each other or doing anything kind for each other. And because it gets us locked in this idea that we're being taken advantage of, I'm not getting what I, uh, I'm not getting my due, and it turns into that kind of thing.
0: One, yes, I agree, and I have to say that 100% of family drama is guilt. Well, yeah. Yeah, not 99.999%. All of it is guilt and the response to guilt. And so this is a disguised version of our guilt program we've done so many times. But specifically in the family, uh, we, we have to put in the note that uh, guilt does away with any sort of principle that you could possibly have. As soon as you are guilty, you have no principles. You you are miserable. You are without life force. You are drained. Um, uh, the current obsession with both zombies and vampires reflects the amount of guilt and manipulation that goes on in our society. So if our society is the family, and our first society that we run into is very often the family and then you get to go to school, but then that's just a family you don't know. <laughs> but it remains society, society, and then you finally are an adult, and then you're in a, a society you really don't know, but that's another story for another time. Well, so well, the, but what back to the, go ahead. Back to the what? The point I was making that uh, anything that you're upset about is going to turn out to be guilt uh, any time that um, you know, uh, well, let's get the family together for Christmas. Well, I don't know why, but I really don't want to do that. Okay, and then you are manipulated into it.
1: I think that's very true, but even predating that, uh, predating all the guilt manipulation that goes on with families, and I think that bears a a long conversation about that, that could be helpful to everyone. There is your your order within the family and often we have a definition of who we are in context with everyone else even before we're born and you can take something as fundamental and primary as the birth order being the oldest child or the middle child or the youngest child often the oldest children are, are um, very controlled and they're held very accountable for everything they're the ones that are supposed to look after the younger siblings And everything is done in comparison when there are multiple kids. Then the the other kids come along and then the baby and the middle kids can often get invisibilized where everything they do it's not the first time any kid has done it and it won't be the last time like with the, the youngest child. And then the youngest child is often held with the burden of caring for the parents. Or being the, the little one that everybody always sees them as being less even if they're in their 40s and 50s and they're still trying to prove this and it's like what you're saying we grow up and we go to school and we expand that family dynamic but then when we go to work when we're adults it gets very similar to our f- primary family dynamic and you may even find in your work environment that you have many of the same dynamics you had growing up, that your coworkers are your siblings. Is there one that feels like they're better than you, always making you feel less, is like, like you're the younger child? Or are you always held responsible for what other people do, even though you have no power over them, like the uh, oldest child role? We get stuck in these roles, these definitions, uh, before we, we even set foot into the guilt arena. So if you couple the two together, it can be very powerful.
0: Yes, so when does the day come that we um, give up guilt and we stop playing roles? When is that? Because that's a very important thought. In fact, there is a point at which you don't have to do this anymore. We are um, in this grand conditioning. In fact, let's just call it, brainwashing of you know, where we are in the, in the society, where we are in the family order, where we are in the workplace, where we are, which is not actually where we are. We are constantly this response to this external stimulus rather than the recognizing uh, the, the uh, seat of us, the soul, the, um, that innermost essence is who we are. All the rest of this stuff is external trapping. And how do we get rid of all the rest of it? Because all the rest of it is uh, doing a really excellent job of keeping us from coming up with, um, let's just use the word, anything. uh, Is keeping it, we're constantly caught in these little embroiled dramas. Uh, And then you're dead and then you're reincarnated and you're dumped back into this and then you're um, going through this again. You know, we've done so many shows on giving up this concept of good and evil in favor of the concept of being, Uh, the the constant measurement that our life is is, uh, caught in as opposed to the gentle beautiful being uh, that it could be rather than doing. So the point being to um, uh, haul yourself up by what is that expression? Well I used to use bootstraps but I would prefer uh, pants by the seat of your pants. Uh, could we take over our lives? What do you think? Could we take over our lives? Give me a yes on that. Somebody call in. Would you like to take over your life? Because if you don't, nobody's going to do that for you. Well, and I, the, um, Go ahead. I think I, it's
1: really important to see that, that dynamic, that early dynamic in those early um, situations or... Um, circumstances and relationships that we have growing up because it really helps us to understand our issues and our blocks today. For instance, I have worked with people for many years now helping them to uncover these d- dynamics that, that are really going on in their life so they can move forward rather than just a- uh, using affirmations or willfulness to overcome them. It really helps to go to the source and unplug the machine completely. So. I have seen people that have been in the position of being either the disrespected, the middle child or the younger child, where there are a lot of older kids there that view them as being the pest or, oh gosh, I don't want to have to deal with the younger brother or sister. And then they go out throughout their lives feeling that they are the unheard, not good enough in the context with all these other things, and of course. You but they exactly my yeah, point. Yeah. Uh, when I, what I was um, getting at is that you carry this identification, so you compare yourself to everything going on. So even if you got into a dynamic where you would be seen as a leader and very powerful, you wouldn't allow yourself to stay there because it feels uncomfortable and, and not normal. And this whole unconscious autopilot part of us keeps things consistent for us. <clears throat> and so it looks to our beliefs to create the reality within us or around us. So I think it's very important to say what was the dynamic when you were growing up, just in your, in the, in the natural order of things. And then how was it that families communicated their desires or how did they ask each other for things? Was it done through double talk and manipulation? Even in my family, which I grew up in a, a fairly loving family, but nobody said anything. Like if there was the last piece of pie, my mother would say, oh, no, you go ahead and take it. But she may have wanted that. And so it, it always left everybody guessing. Are they saying exactly what they mean? Uh, or are they sugarcoating it or whatever? Not sugarcoating it, but just being generous to someone else. And then you go out into the world and you see that not everybody communicates that way.
0: Or the communication where you talk about what's going to go wrong to keep it from going wrong. Well, that's the other yeah, thing the that double. I've said. My yeah. father
1: worried a lot and he made, made me feel or made us believe that worrying was going to prevent something. It was doing something about it, but uh, then well, I grew up and of I learned doing
0: something about it, when do we do something about all this? Whatever role you were brought up.
1: Well, recognizing it's step one, wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And my question is, when are we going to do something? You can recognize it all you want, but that still doesn't um, create any cleansing or any healing or any change or any of the rest well, of it. I,
1: I think you but have to recognize it. it opens the it. door.
0: Yes, I agree. It opens the door, but then what? That Well,
1: be, what? What, what? What would you say then to Then you do?
0: actually change well, what? or repeat it again and again and again.
1: Okay, well, what, would, what are you suggesting for people to do about it?
0: okay to actually change to stop thinking that way to free yourself to get in touch with the essence that is really you as opposed to all the programming is that it? we've been through and you do this by listening to what your soul has to say to you as opposed to what the programming has to say to you and you can definitely hear these voices when you're when you're you know, we've all done this like 1 million times you 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 hear this Oh, it's a good idea to do this, but then you don't do it. Well, listen, this is what I'm saying. Hi, caller, what's your name, please? Hello? Hello? Hi, what's your name? I can't
1: Hi. hear you.
0: You're on the air. Yeah, uh, maybe the TV's too loud if you're getting... Oh. There you go. Um,
1: my sister
2: and I are estranged, and I'd like to get some help in dealing with it.
1: Okay. okay now um do you want to tell us a little bit about it uh you don't have to go into great detail but did you have a fight is it something that's been going on for a long time
2: to tell you something Uh, about the situation
1: uh yeah Mm -hmm.
2: um well my sister's very very independent and um i went through a time when i was in a nursing home for seven years and and um, I was trying to gain my independence. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't hear.
1: We can hear no, you, though. No, we, we
0: haven't said anything, we're still listening. Okay, uh, so, well, go ahead.
1: Yeah,
2: um, so I was trying to gain my independence and, I, and I'm still trying to find, um, I've been listening to your podcast on the true self and, and the hypercritical person and um, I, I would really um, like some help in getting over the guilt that I have about being estranged from my, from my sister. I'll take your answer off the
1: air. Perfect sure. Thank, Thank you, you. for calling in. Yeah, and just so everybody knows if you call in, sometimes it if you're listening to us on the computer at the same time, there's a bit of a, uh, a feedback loop that happens that makes it very difficult to hear. But you're bringing up such a beautiful point which was something else I was going to mention is that we feel we have to keep the relationship the same as when we were kids that we have to carry on these family relationships even though it's not what anybody wants it's not even healthy for anybody so uh, that's one thing go ahead what were you going to say well
0: everything is love which is the very first premise we'd like people to analyze anything Mm -hmm. that happens with so this is a form of love so this is love being withdrawn, as far as I can tell what the words meant uh, during our our guest's uh, uh, speaking. So, if someone's removing love, holding back their love, then they are really big into manipulation. And a manipulation, which is of course a form of love, and you counter the manipulation uh, by saying, I love you, or by saying, I forgive you, or which is a very watered-down way to say I love you. So then in saying to the sister, well, you know, I really love you. I don't know why we're estranged, but it remains. You're my sister. We've been through many lifetimes together. Uh, why don't we get together and, and actually get it on the table, what's going on here? And then when that happens, then perhaps the other person says, well, I thought you were, you know, sloughing off all those years, You you weren't being in the game, you weren't doing anything, and yet I was in reality doing all this stuff all that time, and I feel um, burdened by this thinking, and then you can say, well, uh, my beloved other, my beloved sibling, then I I had to take a break. What can I say? I, I had to take time off. That had nothing to do with you. It had to do with I had to take time off. That's not related to you. We're not in this competition. We're not in this comparison game just understand that I love you and wish to continue as um, friends, as uh, in fact closer than friends. And uh, you know just to get the truth out, to get what's going on here because uh, any withdrawal of affection is manipulation and you want to love the person for manipulating. It's simply the way it works because if you don't then you're manipulating by not Well, I I definitely see that, but but I
1: think also what happens in families, getting back to the dynamics, which I know you don't agree with me, but I think it's very important to understand the dynamic because then anything you understand, you are bigger than it, and then you can recognize that this isn't me, this isn't my truth, this is a, a pattern, this is a habit that I've gotten into. And what we tend to do, because change is our greatest enemy and our greatest friend at the same time, our worst fear, is families think that the family dynamic is a photograph, just like often in marriage too. We think that that photograph is supposed to be the way it is forever, like, oh, he doesn't bring me flowers anymore, or she doesn't do this for me anymore. The fact is, is we grow and change, and relationships are living things that do as well. But often, siblings never allow each other to grow out of the pattern and the role that they had as a child. So the, the child, okay, you're the one that was my little sibling that used to irritate me and I would try to get away from you. And now you know more than I do. You're more wise than I am. Well, that never happens. The view of each other never adjusts, and so that sibling is attempting to Cram the other one in the box so it can still feel safe and still feel in control in their particular family dynamic of being the older sibling or being the wiser one or whatever whereas if we let go of all that we can grow and become friends as we are and because people don't allow themselves to let go of those dynamics the only way out of it is to be separate is to be estranged and so it's not even that either of you want, want to be estranged from each other, you want out of the dynamic that each of you are holding the other one in. And so if you look at it from that perspective and unhook yourself from whatever you're holding her in, you can't do anything about the mold she's holding you in, but if you don't allow your thinking to hold you in that mold based on the feedback from her and you let her be who she really is, that's when the relationship heals.
0: Yeah, it's very simple. It amounts to getting out of your own way. That really is um, this concept of of uh, if you take your brain out of the situation, everything is always easier. It really is. Yeah, and all of these thoughts we think that are allegedly so important are really just us being in our own way, some form of brainwashing program that got stuck in our head, and the the language codes book those those programs are always in a specific language that's very easy to recognize after a while and uh, just to uh, trigger have certain words trigger other than uh, making you unconscious again because that's what these words do uh, the dynamic of language that we speak is unbelievably primitive nobody seems to know this uh, the idea of the word should makes you unconscious. You should know that by now. See, you just became unconscious because I made you wrong, and you're just watching TV or a computer and uh, attempting to find a greater consciousness while well, you've found a greater consciousness. Now, the thing is not to step in the way of it blooming and flowing from you and becoming a dynamic supernal um, source of joy to everyone around you. The, the more the more you don't comment on things that upset you, the more you comment on things that are uh, moving to you, uh, uh, bringing light and sparkle into your life, then that's that's the way you do it. The whole world could be so elevated by this. It's a very important concept that reality is a living thing and a growing thing, and the more you can realize the more there is, um, and this is, again, uh, out of uh, Ovalescent 9 by uh, Marianne Rada the more you can realize, the more reality that there is for you. I read an interesting note somewhere online, so of course it's true, but they had estimated that there may be as many as 80 billion Earth-like planets in our galaxy. 80 billion, which means there are 80 billion Earths out there, and I grant you not all of them spit out human beings, but I guarantee you a percent of them did. Okay, so now my reality is much bigger. See that? It's much bigger, because this is just math. There is guaranteed to be that many in our local universe, I guarantee you, in the five galaxies that are around us, I guarantee you there are 80 billion Earths and a lot of them populated with advanced civilizations. Right, okay, so now I can accept the idea and in fact I can, uh, since everything is love and everything responds to me, I can ask to meet a being that I can recognize as being not earth-born that is still a human being. Okay, and I can even request that they identify themselves that way. See, reality is, is a growth project here and uh, uh, these dramas that we keep getting caught in are not worthy of our attention. It is simply the way it is, and I grant you, it's the the programming you've had. But uh, go ahead, if you had something you wanted to. Uh, uh,
1: I I don't know. I, I just you were talking about our space or whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, and I well. The world we live in. <clears throat> I'm
1: not I'm not sure if this is in the context of uh, the other planets or whatever, but. The, the idea of understanding what's really going on instead of what it feels like is going on, or you're manipulated into think is going on, is the, the key to power. That's the path of power, and it does expand your view. Anything that you can hold within you, that, that you can say, come here, <clears throat> you can fit within me, I am bigger than you then you have power over it. Yeah. If, it as a matter of fact that's how we've evolved as human beings the left brain that logical part of us or a frontal cortex has gotten so much bigger that it can override uh, fundamental um, uh, urges that we may have primal ur- urges as a matter of fact somebody uh, close to me had been in a car accident years ago and lost uh, a portion of his brain um, it, his head had gotten crushed and A portion of his brain was gone and it was the part of his brain that overrode impulses. So let's say uh, if you were eating an ice cream and he wanted that ice cream, he would just go reach it and take it out of your hand because he did not have that portion of his brain, although it did come back in another part of his brain. Uh, it didn't have that override. And we really are a perpetual asteroids game. If you remember that, how we go forward and how you stop is to go there. And in your movement itself is always tempering and balancing y- your general state of awareness. That if we, we have evolved to override instinctual, impulsive, guilt, fear-driven I- instincts, and so if we know that this is a, 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 an instinct, a program, either a biological or an, an imposed program by our environment, then we can override it. We have the faculty, and it's absolutely true. So the bigger the picture, the more you can hold within you, the more you hold within you, the more you can make positive choices about what, you, what your life is about. And I think the family dynamic, because it happens so young, this, this thing where sometimes people don't change how they feel about themselves because they're afraid they may hurt their parents. If there was a particularly loving, close-knit family, well to grow up, to be independent, to become a tightrope walker and all that, whatever your heart may be calling you to do, it's like, well, I'm going to disappoint all this network of people that love and support me. And so that can have a problem. Having a family environment that gave you no nurturing whatsoever, you can get out there and feel totally isolated and alone. So if we understand what we came from, we understand what that left us with as far as our view of reality and ourselves, then nothing can stop us from changing that, from overwriting it with something new because we don't own it anymore. It's not bigger than us that's controlling us.
0: Yeah, and what you overwrite into it is mm-hmm. the new you. Mm-hmm. Is the, since, it's the real you. Yeah, uh, the, where the soul, you can trust your soul, by the way, that's uh, one of the major uh, campaigns of brainwashing that's been <laughs> uh, with us since earliest church, been with us since uh, before Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, the oldest concepts, uh, far older than the uh, monuments to time we think of on this planet, even the, the layers of rocks and so forth. Since there have been human beings, there has been a system of uh, understanding. There has been a system of beliefs and the further back you go, the more simple the thing is and therefore the more workable it is. So now that we have the internet and the outer net and the in-between net and the, uh, the amount of uh, information we're barraged with constantly, um, let's just simplify, let's just be, let's just understand that the future is taken care of, uh, that we don't have a worry in the world that whatever it is it's going to work itself out and that's true and uh, just sit and be okay with it uh, and you know if somebody wants to institute a drama you're you're somebody that wishes to institute a drama is a small child by the way you know that's that's the origin of this i remember the expression from the 60s your your parents really know how to push your buttons because they're the ones that installed the buttons okay mm. So let's disinstall the buttons. Uh, When the drama is presented, you can chuckle and go, oh, that'll be all right. You know that's going to work out. I don't know why you think I'm involved in it. It's obviously your reality. You know, love you for it. And and to reset the brain to where you're searching uh, to recognize the love in everything that happens always. First and foremost, we, we said let's, a few hundred shows ago, or whenever that was, we said, you don't want to go through life looking for what you did wrong, okay? That's just not the way to do it. Switch the search engine to what's really going on, okay? Now that helped at least me quite a bit to wonder, that has nothing to do with me or, or the word fault, or, and certainly far little to do with that's my fault. The question is now, what's really going on? Once I've recognized what's really going on, there's the grand possibility I can deal with it as an adult once now. Could we switch up the, if you've got all that, and go ahead, leap into it. Think that you're going to wake up tomorrow morning and, and search constantly for what's really going on instead of what did I do wrong. Then you may as well leap into uh, understanding why is this love? How is this love? Where is the love I'm not seeing in this situation? And that's the first, first search engine that's actually advanced that we've ever had for we humans on this particular planet in this particular epic of creation. Why is this love? Okay, and no matter what it is, um, if it's upsetting you, it's love in that whatever that thing is that's upsetting you, it's offered you the opportunity to be bigger than it. Well, it has. Oh, no, we don't want to see the opportunity to be bigger than it. where? Where would the games be? Where would the fun be? Yes, I love to suffer. OK, so it's bigger than you. They're happy now? Yeah, there. Now you can turn off the TV and go on with your life. You've got it all. It's bigger than me. And um, uh, since I don't use the word hope, let us say that it is simply bottomless. Yeah. So it's time to change, quit fooling around. Let's do something with our planet, with our world, with our potential. Let's welcome ourselves to the family of the stars. Let's become part of a bigger picture and make our contribution to the bigger picture. This is what this is all about. I welcome it. I say it publicly, you know that we can be <coughs> with our cousins.
1: Well, I think, I think that that's great, and I think mm. that it is time for that larger picture. But until we deal with the cousins that are in physical reality, and the sisters and the brothers and the mothers and the children and the, all that, um, fathers and everything, that we have to really do what's right around us. Um, and, it remind, and I'm not saying not to go for that, it's just it was a segue point into what I wish to say. It's not um, negating the I- idea yeah, for expansion. No, hey, sorry, sorry. Well, I, I feel that what we tend to do is seek more and more uh, books or workshops or experiences to make us feel closer to our spiritual self. And sometimes that happens as an avoidance to go through and really go down into our subconscious, like the J hook, where instead of just jumping up to ascend to the top part of the J from the the bottom part of the hook, we have to go down, under in our own subconscious, in our own issues. And what people get confused with is thinking that I cannot heal the dynamic in my family or get out of the drama unless I get them to buy into it somehow. If I can get my brother to stop doing X, Y, and Z, and if I can get my sister to apologize for me for what she to me for what she did, <clears throat> then the healing's not going to happen. But when you recognize that every dynamic in your life is really a solo performance and it's all going on within you, you can stop your end of the game and it will change the outside. It's like playing tug of war if you set the rope down. The other person on the other end cannot keep up their dynamic. And I have seen it just thousands and thousands of times that when you change your harmony and your dynamic, your family dynamic will change. For instance, let's say every Thanksgiving you go home and, and you're 42 years old, but you still sit at the kids' card table because that was the, the, the seating arrangement that you had growing up. If you walk in there, and it's not so much you have to fight about where you sit, but you walk in there as saying, even though that was that dynamic, I'm not going to let that define me, you will see that everyone else gets freed from the mold of treating you that way too. And everybody would like to be out of that mold. It's not just you. And so all you have to do is lessen it. Don't assume that they're casting you at the the kids' table. Don't assume it because a lot of it's just right in our own head. And that will free them from their habit of treating you that way.
0: And then you can be an adult. Or Which whatever is you want a good idea
1: yeah. whatever floats your boat at that
0: point yeah yeah so people call in is there a particular dynamic in your family you'd mm-hmm. like to discuss we'd like very much to assist with this to happen and uh, so I'll just reiterate uh, it's time for us to uh, get out of our own way it's time for us to allow a new identity to come to us uh, it's time to uh, recognize things as um, uh, brainwashing, recognize things as programming, recognize knee-jerk response, and to um, set up a flag in your brain that causes you to make a different choice than the one you had been. And so, um said many times, when you hear certain words, they put you to sleep. They don't have to. Nothing has to be. You're allowed to choose, you're allowed to change, you're allowed to grow. So let's do that. Let's take a resolve. Let's take out a pen and a paper and say I will be a more aware person. I will be a kinder, more loving, supple, adaptable, uh, harmonious, victorious, thrilled, joyous, incredibly happy person. And then that will become your reality. And we've said on the dream shows many, many times, what's going on in your day today is something you dreamt, possibly last night, but definitely in the past. What's going to go on in your life tomorrow is what you're dreaming tonight and possibly a little bit in the past. But we, we dream our reality into existence and we have total authority over that dreaming process, little known to us, but nonetheless, it's the truth. Uh, Mary's done a lot of work on uh, dreaming, and uh, you've had—you're um, having another class soon, if I recall.
1: <coughs> not on dreams. Not, no, not no, on
0: uh, development. Yes.
1: Uh, it's going on currently. We're in the middle. Psychic of... Psychic development. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But there'll class, be another yeah. one starting soon. Mm-hmm. Well, I—I I think that it, it's really important to look at some of the patterns in your life because what we think of as family drama, where. After a while, we talk about the guilt manipulation, and it's true. We know each other so intimately that you don't really even have to do anything overt to trigger the other person. You can have it be a look on your face or just an energy emanating off of you. And, and when you get into that dynamic, like let's say uh, your mother is always feeling like martyred or always feeling like everybody is walking all over her, then no matter really what you do, she's going to still feel in that role. And as long as you don't let that affect you, then she is free to get out of that role too.
0: Yeah, you free yourself, you free others. We could all be free Mm -hmm. overnight. Hi, caller, what's your name, please?
3: Hi, this is Claire.
0: Claire, what can we do for you?
3: Um, I've been in a relationship for about four years with a... uh, borderline personality disordered person as well as a crossover obsessive compulsive personality disorder and I am trying to do everything that I need to do to get out of it um, short of a restraining order mm. because he'll lose his job if I do that uh, he's federal government and I I'm completely lost as to how
1: to go about doing this. Ah, that's a, okay. that's a very interesting circumstance.
0: You're held in place by guilt, did you know that? I'm sorry? You are held in place by guilt, did you know that?
3: Right, I, I understand that.
0: Okay, you are yourself addicted to taking emotional responsibility for others.
3: Right.
0: Okay, um, Well, when's it gonna end? You have to make a decision.
3: Well, I've made a decision about five times, and (laughs)
1: this time... Then you haven't
0: made the decision. Well, well, no,
1: it sounds like... What she's saying is that there is collateral things going on here. And whereas you're very comfortable with getting out of that relationship, you're not so comfortable with inflicting maybe long-term, lifelong harm on him by losing his job.
3: Well, that is is partially true, and I don't have to inflict the harm. But I think um, where I am now is i've been away from it for a few weeks and habitually what happens is after i'm away for from it for a couple weeks i start feeling my brain is so used to chewing on the what's wrong and the how to get out of it Mm -hmm. that now that i'm out of it um the, the empty space i don't know what to do with
1: yeah now you know you s- what i'm saying yes like, i do i do and uh, that's it's like
3: i i know i've made the right decision and i know what i need to do and i know what i'm doing is the right thing but now my it's like my brain has to reconfigure itself mm-hmm. to go somewhere well, else
1: well well claire what you're saying is it makes a total sense and which is why family drama seems to take such an incredible amount it doesn't have to but it seems to take an incredible amount of something to get to happen is because of that change concept of I'll take this over nothing and we have a biological imperative to have close relationships because that's how we survived as a species and we also have an emotional uh, imperative there and so here what you're doing in your thinking is comparing this is better than nothing or this is better than that emptiness and so I would recommend really exploring the emptiness and making peace with that and don't even tangle with attempting to get out of anything or to hold that back or whatever that is but just make make yourself um, get peaceful with that. And there's a card in the Osho deck that I use here on on the show I have for many years and it's called aloneness and it shows a person, uh, a man out in the the middle of the cosmos with a, a light coming out of his chest and it says loneliness is not aloneness. But we are taught that aloneness is dangerous and there have been times in our genetic history where it was so dangerous that we died when we were alone because we had to have other people so much. So we, as a species, are evolving out of that sense of having to to have people, and and would be, uh, and that willingness to suffer anything in order to be around people. So just knowing that can be very freeing, and pursuing that idea. And in the Tao of Relationships, it says, "Be alone when you are together, and together when you are alone, and you'll always have a balanced relationship." Right. So, so the idea is even if you're not free from this relationship, just explore that sense of aloneness within. And that is going to be communicated and the universe will fulfill that order as soon as you're comfortable within that aloneness. But I think it's very astute of you to even recognize the fact that part of you may not be cleanly cutting this off because of that fear of being alone, Um, which I think right there, you're, you're most of the way to your destination.
0: Yes, and a very healing note we might put in here, uh, Claire, is that um, the universe is nothing but backup systems. If you end this with this person, he will have a new person all... Well, let's use the word instantly. And you will have someone else... Well, let's use the word instantly. Okay, you follow this? Yeah. Yes, okay. So, now, the thing about this is that the new person will resemble the old person because basically the change hasn't occurred. In other words, he will pick up an enabler and you will pick up someone who's... A controller. Yeah, and so, but they'll be, and this is the key word, marginally improved, Mm -hmm. just enough to make them invisible for let's say the first year, follow? So how yeah, about if yeah, you...
3: I, no, I, I think I'll see it a lot, a lot sooner yes, than that. Yes, you do
0: think that. Now, <laughs> what I'm saying is if you will just say bye-bye and then work on you intensely for exactly. a long time without looking for anybody else. Read books, find, meditate two, three, four hours a day. Just constantly sit there and work on improving you. Then when the new one shows up, It'll turn out to be a version of the same thing, but you will be different, and that's what—that's the coin we're offering you here on the show, the new you.
1: Well, I, I would also suggest, uh, I, I, as uh, m- many of you in the audience know, I've worked with people with these very same issues about getting to what is this bottom uh, core dynamic and how can I get out of it, and using uh, emotional f- um, release and yeah, stuff yeah. to get there. And I have seen, literally overnight, people attracting the same dynamic repeatedly over and over again and then just one session or one clearing they go and next thing you know the next they walk out the door and they meet somebody that night that turns into being a a completely different dynamic so it's also important to know that true healing is instantaneous and miraculous it's just what we're taught Mm-hmm. That the healing takes a long time, the injury takes is immediate, and then the healing takes a long time. It's really the injury took a long time in coming. It was a lot of our thinking and our limitations and all that. The injury became a, a, a crescendo moment. and then the healing comes right after that. And it's about reframing. So I think it's very possible for you to uh, look at this as a grand adventure to get off on your own and walk through what, Appears to be the dark night of your soul, but it will be a liberation like you've never imagined. Yeah, so, right.
0: This yeah. is a very limited I, yeah. reality we live in. It is. It's a very limit, r- limited reality. And all we can, at least me, all I'm going to do is strive to see bigger pictures in things because that's the, the doorway out me of this. Me
1: too. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I agree.
0: Absolutely. I
1: agree hundred percent. Well yeah. is do you have any other questions or does that help at all? The no, I don't. I think you've
3: completely validated some of the, the thoughts that I've had and I've I've clearly made the right choice. I'm just, you know, um a little bit lost and I, I appreciate your
1: time. Thank oh, you. Oh well thank you. Well, and Claire, keep watching yeah. and we'd love to hear from you again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And
1: just know that what you're feeling I know we're getting ready for the duck, but just know that what you're feeling it will pass, and I know you know that, but sometimes our emotional body doesn't, and that it's going to be so much nicer on the other end of it, and and that guilt, and sometimes that connection with a dysfunctional relationship, that connection can make, and, and our guilt can make us feel like we're missing the person, but we're actually um, we're getting rid of our addiction the, to the guilt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I got it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Call us again. Please. Call us. Let us
0: know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. This was a wonderful call. Thank you for doing that. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. I agree. And I believe we are ready for the duck as soon as that were to happen.
0: Is Elliot, our expert dangler at this point.
1: Okay, so I got creativity. And really, if you look at relationships, getting creative, let's say you have the same encounter. Your husband comes home, he's angry about something, you, you attempt to get him in a better mood or your wife or whatever, and you have this similar pattern, get creative and do something different. Encourage them when they come home or not engage in that typical encounter, that typical drama that happens every time. Don't say the expected things or do the expected things and you'll find your life will change immediately. What did you get?
0: Uh, Openness, which would be what we're talking about, to be open to the new you, to be open to change the way you think, to be open to, um, in fact, do something different than you would normally do. Continue to watch the show. But do something different than you would normally do after the show. Just something different. Just do something different and you will change and your life will change. Just agree we're, we're so in this slavery rut. It's ridiculous the amount of um, um, conditioned reflex we live oh, with. Oh, that's
1: true. And so yeah. much of our family drama is based on All. just the assumption yeah. of, of what what has gone before, and we still continue to have the same reactions to the same triggers, and yeah. and it's all about making a different decision about how you behave, and your life changes.
0: And the triggers are in the words. Hi, caller, what's your name, please?
1: Hi, my name's Kathy.
3: Kathy,
0: Hi, what Kathy. can we do for you?
3: Um, I'm having a lot of problems with finances and getting work, Uh huh. and um, a relationship, and I'm just wondering if you guys can give me some insights that can help me.
0: Well, yeah, uh, the Uh, uh, Finances. Okay, first of all, uh, money is actually a synonym for energy Mm -hmm. and you've never been out of energy, right? I mean, you may go to sleep, but it's not, you know, you could always stay up a minute longer if you had to. Right. So that's a very different way to think of it. And and if you address the, the ocean of money that lives in our world here, and you just invite it respectfully Hi, wonderful ocean of money would you be so kind as to fill up my particular little inlet here and then that's that's the well, way that works by the way
1: that's true and in my experience a love and money are, are uh, uh, synonymous I know it's energy yeah. and stuff and, and we could I mean that's I not I negating that, that but
3: the well, relationship is really hard and the money yeah I, mm-hmm. I feel that and but I've done well opened it up to the universe and you know, I, I don't
1: know. Well, I think that if we look at our relationship with love, mm-hmm. and feeling unloved, unlovable, uh, incapable of experiencing that interchange with love, the dynamic of love in all its many forms, if we mm-hmm. deal with that and our, and our connection there, then the money will follow, because yeah. money is really just a, a measure of, of that feeling. Mm-hmm. And also, looking at yourself, from the, uh, sometimes money, we have money issues because we think that we're supposed to do this X thing that makes us successful um, through the eyes of other people, maybe our uh, eyes of our family, maybe our parents wanted us to be a doctor or whatever. And so then whatever we do, we could be perfectly happy with the income level Mm -hmm. as far as on a day-to-day basis, but we're constantly judging it because we're not fulfilling whatever. And And I pulled a few,
0: go ahead. Just gonna add one more thing there is one and only one thing that's worth having and that's nothing. Nothing is the only thing that's worth having. As soon as you have something, you're measuring it, you're counting it, you're stashing it, you're hiding it, you're, you know, same thing. Well, I've
1: noticed with kids, sometimes they'll, they'll want this toy really bad and you give it to them and they're not paying attention to the toy anymore. They just say, well, can I have something else? Can I have something yeah, else? Yeah.
0: No, nothing is the only thing that's worth having because then you'll have to face you. Mm -hmm.
1: And the
3: same thing with the taxes, if the taxes, you know, I'm on the verge of bankruptcy right now, so.
1: Well, here's um, the cards I got and um, you know, to take for what what it's worth for you. This is a card saying to trust. Number one is I think this is more a matter of you trusting yourself and trusting the universe than it is about uh, the financial and all that and that there probably have been times where you've ha- felt unsupported and unnurtured by the universe and it's saying to really look in there and heal that. And then find out what really makes you happy. What mountain do you want, w- really wish to climb? What one resonates with you? Instead of seeing, oh, I just have to get to a top of a mountain and whatever mm-hmm. financial success that is, it's like find something that you can uh, find as a challenge and, and it's rewarding and continuing to grow within. And that could be the lack of the job or resources is really a signpost pointing you in a new direction, so be open to that. The dolphin is also saying finding your rhythm, find your own breath, mm-hmm. uh, don't go on other people's timetables and stuff like this. And so I feel that regardless whether you get uh, a bankruptcy or have the bankruptcy or not, See if you can pull your spirit up above that and say, I- "I'm looking for my happiness now instead of looking for my success." Because I feel people define their their happiness by how successful they are, and really, it's the other way around. Define your um, happy uh, success by how happy you are, yeah. and it's really about you becoming happy. And just let, w- just don't resist what's coming because it's taking you to a better place. Just and there's so be a it. Simple and I know we
0: axiom which would benefit anyone, but. Um, everything that happens is on your side. Mm -hmm. Bankruptcy, the breakup, the everything that happens is on your side. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that's not on your side. So thank you very much. That was a great call. Mm -hmm. And uh, hi caller, what's your name please? That's good advice. Hi caller, what's your name please? Speak. If there's a phone in your hand and you're on hold, say hello. Okay. Good.
1: Hi. Hi, you're on the air. What can yeah. we do for you? Okay, I didn't know I was second.
3: Thank you so much. Oh,
1: sure. I know it can be tricky sometimes. <laughs> yeah.
3: I, it is so good to hear you again. I'm now in Texas and I'm hey. going to hang up. I would like to have a reading from Mary, please. And okay. And I wish you both you're very good people up there. Thank Aww, you. Thank, no, thank you.
1: you. It's lovely to hear from you and thank you for mm-hmm. calling. All right. Yeah, sometimes when you're on hold, there are so many things you're listening to and you're not quite sure. Well, the first card we get is the patience card, and it's talking about the difference between patience and waiting. When you are waiting for something, that implies you're not really sure it's going to happen. So you're still on edge, you're still looking to get your hand in the mix and and make it happen. But this is saying that just be patient. Everything comes in its own timing and it's getting ready to happen. And that calmer waters are ahead or with you right now and if you look at that picture of the water where it's just the the little tiny rippling waves coming in and and disappearing into the horizon with that peace sign hovering there that's where you are and to visualize that every day because whatever you've had to walk through in the past it's done Uh, anything that would be stressful at all it's done and the bee card comes to say, network. You know how the bees go to each flower, and it leaves a little piece of itself, and it takes a little piece of the flower and carries it, almost like we um, carry news and wisdom to each other. It's saying to get out and start meeting new people. And I know you said you've, you're in a different location now, but maybe now is the time to get out there and meet. And I was seeing something having to do with baking and I don't know if it's a school like bake sale or you getting into that, but maybe just open up to that and see where that leads you. So thank you. Do we have time for another call?
0: Yeah. Hi, caller. What's your name, please?
1: Hi,
0: this is Edith. Hi, Edith. Edith. All right.
3: I was just calling for a reading from Mary, and I'm going
0: to hang up. Thank you.
1: Okay, thank you. Yes, marvelous. So we have. Cards pulled and let's see. First card we get, now the card is titled Letting Go, but really it's about creating through the laws of physics and metaphysics rather than through willfulness. That drop of water says I want to get to the ocean and it doesn't sit there with a slide roll and, and bribes to get people to carry it to the ocean. It just falls, free falls and combines with other drops of water, goes to the pond, the stream, (coughs) the river and to the ocean and it's uh, in essence letting uh, turn like letting it go letting it go to the universe to handle (coughs) and this is the card of family which I think is interesting since that was the topic of tonight Mm -hmm. and it shows this big circle of family and family is not a biological construct we have our soul family which may or may not include all the members of our biological family and ultimately we're all family So it's saying open up and if there are those times where you feel alone and not part of a larger structure, start seeing the people around you as family and you'll be amazed at how differently they treat you. And then the final card is the hummingbird and the hummingbird is about happiness and joy and being able to uh, have power in your reality and go for what you wish. And the hummingbird can can sit there and, and hover In air where its wings are flapping but it's just sitting there and I think it's telling you to uh, take a look at your life from the eyes of joy like all of us can look through the eyes of sadness or we can look through the eyes of joy or or fear or whatever and Neville used to tell people to write down a list of a hundred things that bring them joy and then do only what's on the list and you can add to it but you can't do anything that's not on the list and I think that's such a powerful thing And every time we we even made that part of certain classes we did, and people would have the hardest time doing that. But I encourage you to do that, at least ten things that bring you joy. It lifts your spirits and your vibration just to do that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So we're about to be at Ruby Tuesdays, or all they are, Ruby Tuesdays, in Fairfax Circle. If you're out and about, and provided this is Thursday, March 21st, come join us. We uh, have a table there. And I'd uh, like to in invite you.
1: if anybody's interested in the Inner Wisdom Cards or the Spirit Animal Cards or the Chakra Affirmations, you can mm-hmm. get more info on the website, either Maryfeeland.com or telepathictv.com. Mm-hmm. And same with your books. And we are redeveloping the sites and stuff, so it'll be a lot easier to find all the stuff later. Yeah, absolutely. So, yes. well, think about some of the things we've said about family dynamics. Look at your family dynamic compared to the dynamic you have with coworkers and, and superiors, quote unquote, yeah. at work. Let
0: and me just say a, a brief understand. thing sure. about guilt, which is that uh, guilt takes the place of thought, mm-hmm. guilt takes the place of principle, character, mm-hmm. integrity, takes the place of it. And the guilt is anger that you don't feel you have the right to have. Mm-hmm. So when you're invited to Christmas, and you just mm, yeah, but you don't have a right to have that anger. Yeah, and therefore you're guilty. And as soon as you're guilty, you're asleep. And as soon as you're asleep, so you're up. manipulated.
1: So so it's so stop that! Our joy honor to take you to the door. Your decision to walk through it.